Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. I grew up in a home with an upright Steinway piano. It was beige and sat in the corner of the living room, silent until someone came along and tinkled its keys My grandmother played every Saturday in preparation for Sunday morning church. She was untrained, yet played old hymns by ear. We also gathered around her Christmas Eve and sang holiday songs. I fiddled here and there, nothing special. Earlier this year, I started piano lessons. I have whole tunes and solos memorized in my ear from Glenn Gould's Goldberg Variations to McCoy Tyner's Parasina. But I discovered I lack the lyricism of my favorite pianist. My teacher, Carla, is as patient as they come, walking me through whole and quarter notes so that I can get the rhythm in my body, which, of course, I believe is already there. I just need to practice. I hear my friend Ben laughing quietly to himself, if he's listening right now to this episode. We both love Alan Iverson's famous press conference. Practice? Practice? We talking about practice, man. We ain't talking about the game. We talking about practice. There is no shortcut to virtuosity. Some say poetry is the most democratic art. You only need pencil, paper, and access to language and your heart. True. But arriving at a level of intuitive composition in which the poem has us see the world anew requires hours of discipline and play and reading. Yet, I think it's important not to have unrealistic expectations. Growth as a poet is glacial. To be a poet is to commit to being a lifelong student of the art and the realization that no poet or poem is perfect. Today's visceral poem points to the all-important fact that with any artistic activity or pursuit talent, the quest is the reward. Sword Swallowing Lessons by Judy Kaber. One. Learn to inhabit your body. Try Tai Chi, yoga, meditation. Anything that trains you to move beyond fear. To stitch together mind-body connections. Two, begin with small items. Drumstick, wooden spoon, candle. With these, you must dismantle the gag reflex. Learn to tuck in your chin. Align your mouth and esophagus with your spine. Three, bend a coat hanger to the shape of a sword. Coat it with oil. Go slow. 
Now you will plow through your throat. Keep involuntary muscles in check. Enter. Four. The red zone. A channel down beside your lungs. The in and out of air. The smell now of burnt feathers of steel. Remember the last time you... Five. Kiss someone. Eyes closed, your heart a flutter of leaves. The sword must be dull. Must have a guard to keep it from entering too far. It's important not to slip, six, into the past, to try to fix all the rags and roots of your misery. Eat a full meal or drink water to stretch your stomach if you intend to use a long blade. Seven. You must be serene on the stage. Let panic live in the blade, but remain still. The sound of the audience will carry you like a ship to the center of your storm. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. And find us on Instagram at Slowdown Show. 